Greetings, welcome to my podcast. I'm Eric Backer, the naturopath from New Zealand and formulator of the Ganzita range of supplements. In each of my bite-sized episodes, you'll be getting practical tips that you can follow right away to improve your health and lifestyle. So go ahead and binge listen. I have a question here from a lady called Teresa Neal in Oklahoma, in America. Oklahoma is in America, I believe. Not sure if it's on the East Coast or West Coast, or I've heard it's a very beautiful place. So Teresa is asking me a question today. Eric, is vitamin C good for candida? So Teresa, vitamin C is excellent, not just for candida, but excellent for the body in, in general. And I'll give you a bit of an explanation why it's so darn good. So first we have to understand that We've probably been told for a long, long time that vitamin C is one of the best things we can take to counter the common cold or to boost our immune function. But why does this occur? Why is it such a potent uh, vitamin to take? Why are doctors so dismissive of it and think it's a load of nonsense? Well, a good friend of mine, Dr. James Wilson, taught me a lot about vitamin C. Dr. Wilson, of course, is the person who came up with the phrase adrenal fatigue. And Dr. Wilson uh, taught me that the highest concentration in the body of vitamin C, there are two places, the adrenal cortex, or the part of the adrenal gland that makes cortisol, and the lens of the eye. So when you think about it, if the body puts vitamin C in a particular organ or tissue, it will do so for a very specific reason. Vitamin C is in the adrenal cortex, so it can help to produce cortisol. Cortisol is probably the most important hormone when it comes to boosting your immune function. It boosts multiple aspects of immune function. All your cells of your body contain receptor sites for cortisol, but the white blood cells contain hundreds of times more receptor sites than any other cell. The only cells that don't contain sites for being activated by cortisol are hair and nails because they're dead tissue, but all other cells contain areas where cortisol will activate them. But the white cells in particular have a very powerful affinity for uh, cortisol, and cortisol can't be manufactured without adequate levels of vitamin C in the body. So now you understand why vitamin C helps with people with the common cold and the flu and cancer and many different immune problems. Dr. Linus Pauling uh, and Dr. Matthias Rath are two doctors who did most of the work, early work on vitamin C. And... Uh, Pauling, uh, I think, got two Nobel Prizes in his day. Very clever man. Pauling worked out that the average person needs around about 3,000 to 4,000 milligrams of vitamin C per day. Check out Dr. Pauling's YouTube video on um, vitamins creating expensive urine. It's a very good video and it'll make you laugh when he was asked about vitamin C, um, you know, if it was any good for the body. So... Coming back to candida, vitamin C is exceptionally good for candida, but I think um, along with many other different vitamins and minerals, you shouldn't just take it on its own in exclusion from anything else. It forms a very important part of the diet. So if you're eating a lot of good vegetables, uh, things like spinach and like good green vegetables all the time, you're going to be getting plenty of vitamin C. But if you want over and above, it pays to supplement. The product I'm going to make very soon um, which I've formulated already, I'm just waiting to find the right person to make it for me, is called Canzita Rebuild, and it contains plenty of vitamin C. Vitamin C must always be buffered. 
meaning it, if you're going to take straight ascorbic acid as a source of vitamin C, it could create a lot of heartburn and reflux and digestive problem. So you want to make sure that you've got some calcium magnesium there to buffer a little bit in the right form, and also that you take it with something called bioflavonoids. And bioflavonoids are a vitamin C-like compound. Anywhere in nature you find vitamin C, you'll find a bioflavonoid. And the main ones are rutin, quercetin, and hesperidin. So bioflavonoids are very protective kind of vitamins. Plants have them along with the vitamin C to stop them really from insect attack and to improve microcirculation. And that's what they do in our body as well. So vitamin C also has a good effect on improving our gut function. It actually helps to boost production of stomach acid. It also increases the way that our body circulates blood and lymph fluid. It has very good effect on helping to build various neurotransmitters or hormones in the body. It helps to stabilize blood pressure. It improves kidney and liver function. There's multiple effects. We could spend a whole hour just talking about the different health benefits of vitamin C. You can't build good bone tissue without vitamin C, for example. So it's ex exceedingly important. So how much is enough? Well, it all depends really what you're trying to achieve with vitamin C, but I'm quite happy with people taking a minimum of 500 milligrams to 1,000 milligrams per day. It's usually a good dose uh, in a supplement. But if you're eating um, plenty of vegetables, as I mentioned, you'll be getting adequate amounts in. And fruits containing vitamin C, you need to be careful of in the early stages of the candida diet. But as time goes on, you can increase the amount of fruits you eat, not a problem. Kiwi fruit, for example, are very high in vitamin C. And I don't find them a problem with most people with yeast infection. One kiwi fruit per day for many patients now, I find, um, has no, uh, no real concern. So that's my take on vitamin C, Teresa. It's fantastic for um, yeast infection. It works very well. Take it as a multivitamin. You can take a bit on its own, but make sure there are bioflavonoids there with it. And uh, drink plenty of water. And the other uh, uh, fallacy or bit of nonsense about vitamin C you'll hear is it creates kidney stones. There is no proof at all that vitamin C creates kidney stones. Intravenous um, is what I recommend for cancer patients. Up to 20 or 30,000 milligrams per day intravenously works very well for many people. I've got incredibly um, good cases I could mention regarding very sick people who recovered literally within a week with IV vitamin C. So I'm a huge fan of vitamin C myself. That's my take on it. Thanks for tuning in, Teresa.